Welcome to the ninth edition of our Talk 22 podcast. Nowadays, any career sector is highly competitive and it's sometimes hard to gain the skills and experience required for particular roles. Today, we're meeting with Robin Dooley, the founder of Innovators Hub, who's hoping to bridge the skills gap for those in the creative and digital sectors. Here's a bit of what's coming up. Actually, the reason why it was always built and why it will always exist is basically for the core reason of addressing the skills gap. Um, hopefully an organisation like this might be the solution to solving it, um, fingers crossed. Um, but it's also to build that sense of community and kind of break down the barriers across education, employers and also young people. We hear a bit more about Robin's wonderful work and the Catalyst programme which is kicking off in September. Robin, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, you are from Innovators Hub, so if you could just tell me a little bit about what it is and how did it start? Yep. So Innovators Hub started around two years and a half ago now. Um, Essentially, I um, am a college dropout, um, so I was studying fashion in a community college quite local, um, and seven months into the course I realised while I like fashion and clothes, I don't think I want it to be my career, Um, and I felt that in terms of how courses were taught, it really restricts your creativity and I think the reason why I wanted to kind of pursue the different courses in college um, and all that type of stuff I wanted to kind of I wanted someone to help me unlock the things I wanted to do and I didn't feel like them courses were kind of designed for that Um, so when I dropped out of college I wanted to start pursuing some sort of career within the industry so I always you know I I was interested in digital I was interested in creative I just didn't know what any roles kind of existed so when I did a lot of research um, in Liverpool to kind of find all these opportunities that's when I realized there's very little Um, a lot of the opportunities were down in London um, and a lot of them were unpaid and as someone who's um, I'm definitely not in a financial position to take an unpaid internship in the capital that which it's an extortionate amount to even live there. So I didn't even want to consider that. Yeah. I wanted to start exploring what does Liverpool actually have to, um, have to offer and what are the different opportunities that young people actually have access to, especially if they don't have degrees. Um, so then I started doing a lot of research. I spent around a year, um, which is the beginning of Innovators, so research in the city. So I wanted to actually get under the skin of the sector in general because I didn't actually realise a lot of what the sector had to offer. So I had to kind of um, do a lot of digging around for that. And what surprised me was I was then introduced to the world of the Baltic Creative and the Baltic Triangle. And for me, I was astonished at the fact that, you know, my teachers in college, they didn't make me aware of it at all. Um, And no one actually made me aware of the different agencies in the city. And it took me um, a while, actually, to actually understand, wow, there's so many different opportunities in Liverpool. However a lot of the agencies aren't necessarily sheltered about them. So I wanted to actually understand what is it that is preventing businesses from providing the right opportunities for young people to enter the sector. So I did um, kind of a... um, kind of reached out to a lot of businesses to try and understand and um, why they weren't providing, whether it be apprenticeships or internships to help young people get into the businesses. And a lot of them came back to me and said, I feel a bit deflated. We've used different apprenticeship schemes. We've... We've tried alternative routes to access young people. However, some some of them just aren't necessarily reaching our standards. And a lot of this would kind of... um, You could look at it as the skills gap. And that's when the whole world of the skills gap opened up to me. You know, I think a lot of the employees I was talking to, everyone recognised that while there was a skills gap within the technical 
um, side of things, so whether that be coding, UX and design, all this type of stuff. Um, there was also a massive, um, massive skills gap within the confidence side of things, so the core skills. Yeah. So how do you communicate? How do you speak to employers? How do you network? And all that type of stuff. How do you lay out your CV? All the things that you thought would be taught in education. Um, so throughout the first year of Innovator Stuff, I was finding out all of this. So it was really, really interesting for me as an individual to you know, be exposed to all these different businesses and everything else. Um, and then as things started to develop, I began to realize that there was a massive community of businesses that wanted to actually address this problem. They wanted to address the problem of the brain drain, so young people leaving the city, um, but they also wanted to address the problem of the skills gap. So Innovators Hub, within the course of a, a year and a half or so, just built this massive community of different businesses who all wanted to kind of be a part of this. But then it also built up a community of young people who wanted to find opportunities. So then as the kind of network and community built, we recognized that we were actually in a really nice position to make some links. Yeah. So no one was actually joining the dots between education and employment. Yeah. And that's something I've always wanted to do. I think, um, you know, the gaps within university and college, we could either sit here and get frustrated about that, but it's, you know, it's like tin tank around. So what we want to do is rather than get frustrated, work with them as partners, understand what are their pain points and how can we as an organization that's separate work with universities and colleges to actually help them um, in kind of delivering some things that they might not be able to do in-house, yeah. whether it be because of time or capacity. And then we also want to work with businesses to try and understand what is it that they find very difficult when it comes to recruitment? What are the pain points that we can then relieve as an organisation um, by, whether it be through education, training programmes, um, helping them recruit and all this type of stuff. So we were basically becoming a facilitator of all of that and joining the dots. Um, and now, a year, two, two years and a half in, we're now delivering training programmes, our community's getting bigger and bigger, um, the team has grown from one to two, um, and yeah, I think essentially the reason why it was always built and why it will always exist is basically for the core reason of addressing the skills gap. Um, hopefully an organization like this might be the solution to solving it, um, fingers crossed. Um, but it's also to build that sense of community and kind of break down the barriers across education, employers and also young people. Um, it is really good what what is what you're doing. I, I went to university and whenever I left, it was kind of like whenever you go to find a job, whether it is in creative or digital, you kind of go, what do I do now? What, how do I get there? What kind of things do I need to do? So I think it's brilliant what you do. Um, you mentioned about going into schools and colleges. What has their um, response been to... We've had a really um, positive response, particularly um, within this year. Um, so I think we're going to touch on it a bit later, but one of our training courses... Um, it's been a real demonstration of what it can look like to collaborate with an industry. And I think having delivered such a successful program, um, more and more universities now and colleges are now approaching us to say, how can you bring this in-house? How can you, how can we incorporate this into our modules? Because we believe that by doing a program like Catalyst at an undergrad level actually enables a student to then say, by going through these 10 weeks, they actually recognise a lot more what it is that they want to do, um, which then helps them throughout university for them to be focused, for them to you know, keep wanting to do really good things in university. And then by the time that they've graduated, they then know for sure that they want to go into this industry yeah. rather than finding that out at the very, you know, while they 
then graduated, going on the course, and then thinking, oh, okay, I wasn't aware of any of this. Yeah. Um, so we want to start tapping in, like, early years, kind of. I say that, but not really early years. I'm not talking about two-year-olds. <laughs> um, I'm talking about people that are kind of, you know, 17, 18. Yeah. Um, but the response from universities and colleges have been, has been great, and I think um, a lot of them are starting to realise that it takes a lot of time and also a lot of capacity for them to start reaching out to the sector. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of bridge that gap by university being a part of us, enables them to say, Robin, you know, we need a conversation with X, Y, and Z. And then we're in a really nice position to be able to join them dots again. So it's been a really positive response. And I think more and more they're wanting to signpost their students to our program. Um, we've had a lot of, you know, Hope University, LJMU, Edge Hill, Uni of Live, all kind of wanting to be involved in what we're doing, which is excellent. Yeah. Um, so again, because we've launched our CASAS program, um, for September they're sending it to their students and we've had loads of applications come through of people that have just graduated or people that are currently in university yeah. um, so it's been really great Fun. Yeah. really good yeah we, whenever we met up with the uh, Girl Geeks a few weeks ago we were kind of talking about the same thing you know how a lot more needs to be done especially for young people because again I suppose education has changed so much from whenever I was doing my GCSEs all those years ago so it's so good to see how things are moving on that people are being helped more and um, so obviously you're based here in Liverpool and there's such a big digital and creative scene here happening at the moment and um, how do you feel that Innovators Hub fits into all of the digital and creative scene? I think that's um I think it's a really funny question because I think you I, as a person, I certainly don't consider myself as a techie person or as a, you know, committed digital person or a creative person. I think I'm very much in the light of wanting to improve education and provide more opportunities. Mm-hmm. So when you kind of say, you know, where do you fit in digital? It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a broad question. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. A very, oh, no, no. It's a brilliant question because I think everyone's involved in digital. Yeah. You know, so I think... You can be really, really literal about it and say, well, I like social media, blah, blah, blah. But I think where we position ourselves as an, organi- as an organization is because we are kind of within the bubble of all the agencies. You know, we're speaking with so, so many agencies, over 50 of the agencies in the pool. Um, some one-man bands, small, the largest. Um, So it's a massive community of businesses, um, but also the universities. So again, we're kind of in a really nice position where we're just in the middle um, and we're constantly evolving. And I think as we go further as an organization and as we start to grow in terms of what we provide, so whether it be our courses, our programs and all that type of stuff, we're starting to look on how we can take our community and put it online. So at the minute, we've got a brilliant offline community. Um, Everything we do right now is offline. Um, But as we grow, we want to take things online. So whether that be, you know, um, we are kind of in the process of building a community built portal. So again, there isn't a focal point at the minute for Liverpool in terms of an online platform that businesses have access to, that young people have access to, that graduates know where to go to, um, where you can find the latest jobs, latest events, latest um, news articles about all the different things that happen in the city. There isn't that platform yet. So we've had a lot of discussions now with the businesses in our community to kind of 
pitched this idea of what would it look like if we all worked together to build this. Um, and everyone's like, yeah, we need it. So that's going to be our first actual digital project, um, which is amazing because I think that will be, again, like Catalyst, a true testament to what it looks like to collaborate across a sector. And that is a really challenging, challenging project. And I think we're very aware of all the different things um, and the hurdles we'll have to overcome to be able to build the platform as a community. But I think just to see the commitment of everyone that wants to be involved is amazing. Um, so that's a really exciting one. And I think for us to be able to launch something like that for the sector and also for the city, I think that, again, just puts us in a very nice position to join the dots again. Because, again, this will be a platform that has feeds and feeds of all the jobs filled with content of good news, filled with content of profiles, profiling businesses, shining them in the right light that, you know, cities from outside of Liverpool can start looking in and just saying, wow, you know, we want to be a part of what Liverpool has to offer. Um, so that's basically what we're working on now. And I think that will, again, kind of reinforce where we want to position ourselves because, again, it's not... Um, I certainly don't believe that Innovators Hub is kind of an organisation that's led by one or two people. Um, Innovators Hub is essentially community-led. So you've got, obviously, you mentioned there about some of the stuff you've got coming up in the future, more online presence, and you're thinking about building your portal. You've got, you mentioned also your course Catalyst that you've got coming up. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about that and what other exciting stuff you've got? Yeah. Um, so Catalyst was birthed around, um, not this time last year, but around, yeah, this time last year. Um, so to give you a bit of context around that, so Innovators Hub, uh, a year and a half in, um, it was essentially just kind of me building um, the foundations of a community and its online presence and all this type of stuff. And um, then myself and Andy Kent from Angel Solutions met. And... Angel, who, um, they're a tech company based over in Science Park, they build um, education tech products. Um, and they also had ambitions to build this idea of an Angel Academy. So they'll be providing training programs um, in-house for young people to kind of attend and you know learn everything within data and programming and all this type of stuff. So they too had ambitions for an academy. And when I talked about the vision for Innovators Hub, it was very much aligned with what it is that they wanted to do. So again, we wanted to build, um, you know, our own training programs, our own courses. We wanted a massive building, you know, that again facilitated events, um, workshops, seminars, and all this type of stuff. So big vision, but again, kind of doing chunks. Um, so when myself and Andy met, we said, um, rather than do these things in silos why not kind of join forces so why not do it together so Andy's um, a co-director of Innovators Hub which means that we're now able to kind of deliver a lot more stuff on a lot larger scale um, so this was around um, August time when we started to kind of kick things off so what we wanted to do is well you know we could sit here and say yes we think we need an academy in Liverpool that delivers training programs to help people get into the industry and we didn't know whether this is true um, so we invited the community to kind of to an event and we pitched this idea of an academy and everyone said absolutely so we had around 40 different businesses in the room all the universities and everyone just gave us the thumbs up and said you you should do this um, so we went ahead with it and then in September um, we started working on the content of program again we were kind of thinking of an idea of a, a 10-week program and um, one day a week type thing which gave people an introduction to the creative and digital industry um, so I kind of hid away for about a month in my room and you know started working on different bits of 
um, different bits of content, essentially, which can kind of be scattered across the 10 weeks. And then we invited the community back to say, okay, so we built this program. Um, do you think this is relevant? Do you think that the content in this program is relevant? Do you think that people need to be taught this? Um, do you think that this will actually enable people to get a good understanding about what the sector has to offer? So we had around, again, 30 different businesses in the room who kind of had different parts of the program, all kind of being involved and building on what we've already put down. So this is phenomenal. So rather than this being, you know, again, a program that we've sat there and built, it's been completely co-designed with the industry. So everything from the content means it's relevant um, and means it's something that has been shaped by the industry itself. So again, that's why it's unique. So we then launched the program um, in January. So we did around a six week social media campaign over Christmas and over, uni over New Year. Um, I don't know whether I'd recommend that because I think everyone's you know, on the jollies and getting all happy. And um, So I was really, really scared as to whether or not we get the right amount of applications, which actually enabled us to do a program. And we did. We had around 70 different applications. Oh, wow. um, exactly. And I think by us putting out this course, um, again, not necessarily, it doesn't have any credibility just yet because we haven't delivered it yet. It was our pilot program. Um, and by us putting this out and for us to receive so many applications, I think this just shows demand for people wanting alternative routes to education. Yeah. Um, and I think more and more people are looking for these different things outside of the traditional, you know, outside of university and outside of college. People are looking for different ways that they can learn and pick up new skills. Um, so we're really excited by this. So um, we close the applications early Jan and then kick things off around two weeks into January. No at the end of January. So um, again, it was a really tight turnaround from September to Jan, you know, having brought everyone together, to built a program, then delivered it. Um, it was amazing. And I think we had around 50 students on the program. Again, we, want, we are a very inclusive organization. So we try to remove all the barriers that people might come across. Um, so, you know, whether it be um, they believe age is a barrier, gender is a barrier, experience is a barrier, we want to kind of eradicate that. Um, and Catalyst was originally built on the framework of 18 to 30 year olds who wanted to enter the industry. So our students were between the ages of 18 to 30, which is um, how the program was built then. And it was a phenomenal group of students, you know, super, super diverse, super, super different in terms of their backgrounds and their skill sets. And I think that's what made the program so beautiful. And I think, you know, because we managed to plank 50 people in a room and just kind of said, here you go, start making, you know, friendships. And well, I mean, we definitely didn't say that. It just happened organically. Yeah. Um, and to see that, it was a really, really exciting thing. And I think we wanted to make this program a lot more different to what already exists. So, you know, you can definitely deliver a program that's just purely focused on technical skills. You can do that. They exist. Um, but we wanted to make this new, new unique yeah, that's a horrible word. Um, unique in a way that rather than just focus purely on technical, we wanted to kind of make sure that within the program we are putting as much emphasis on technical as much as we are on confidence and core skills. Um, so we spent a good four weeks focusing purely on the core skills. So rather than saying, okay, this is what you do in an interview, we asked people to start being a lot more we invited people to start being a lot more vulnerable and open. So um, we had a 
guy from Form called Mark Harland who delivered a workshop around your why. So getting the students at the very beginning of the program to start nailing down what, what's your why? You know, why is it you want to be in the creative and digital industry or why is it you're even here? You know, what is it that drove you to be on your seats today? Um, and, you know, you could see people sitting back and like, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know, this is pretty deep. Yeah. And then the workshop in the afternoon on the following day, so this is day two, on the following, um, I delivered a workshop called Three Things That Shaped Me. So um, essentially I basically stood up and kind of, you know, drew pictures, like little cartoons and whatnot, of different things in my life that have shaped me, and I kind of shared my story. Um, and then I invited the students to kind of do the same thing. So this could be about anything. Um, I, personally, for who I am, you know, I, I am quite open. I, I don't mind being vulnerable. Um, if anything, I prefer that way to kind of build connection. Yeah. Um, so when we kind of invited the students to do it, we all sat around in a circle um, close to the end of the day and we basically said, hey, if you want to share, share. Um, we had people in tears. Um, we had people share some things that, you know, that they never felt like they could share before. Yeah. Um, we had people kind of, you know, building connection from across the room saying, oh my God, I completely get that. Yeah. I went through the same thing. Or, um, yeah, my teacher told me I couldn't do that because I'm dyslexic too. Or, yeah. you know, we have people just building these incredible bonds and this is day two. <laughs> so, you know, just imagine the type of community we were able to build just yeah. by that session alone. Um, so again, this is why it makes the program so unique because 100% we focus on, you know, what are the different roles inside of a studio have, what are the basics of programming? You know, what does the human-centered design process look like? Um, what are chatbots? You know, we introduce them to all of this, but that's later on in the program. Okay. At the very beginning, we just um, focus on them as individuals and as humans, essentially. Um, you know, and also around the personal branding side of things and how do you kind of represent yourself online and offline? And, you know, if you're passionate about something, how do you do it in a way that, you know, it kind of stands strong, yeah. you know, through your social media presence and all this type of stuff. So we focus on all of that. Um, and, it, you know, it stood to be a really good success. So all the workshops, the majority, if not about 99% of the workshops, they're all delivered by the industry. Um, so again, we had around 40 different businesses involved in the delivery of the program. So all of the content, everything was delivered by them. So again, um, this is why it's such a valuable experience for students because not only do they then get access to you know leading people in the sector in the city, um, they've also been taught some you know relevant things, um, things that will actually enable them to understand what's happening in the sector. Um, because again, if you were to say to a university, include chatbots and AI into your you know curriculum, it's very very hard yeah. because again, <laughs> it takes a while for them to kind of embed them type of things in, which is understandable because. Um, time capacity the industry is evolving so so quickly um if we were to you know turn around to education every single day to say this new thing's come out you should incorporate that nothing will ever get done um so catalyst is a really fluid program um even this program that's um going live in september we've changed the content again so every single session um the pilot program we asked for feedback you know did it work didn't it what was great what wasn't all this type of stuff so that means it's enabled us to build a much stronger program this time around um so i'm really excited about this um we've had within the course of four weeks um since launching applications we've had around 70 applications come through wow. um which again kind of stands strong in terms of the previous round um, and we've had more businesses now in Liverpool approaching us saying, how can we be involved? How, how can we support 
um, because all you know, none of the businesses are kind of wanting to be paid for this. Um, everyone's you know very generous in a way that they're contributing time and resource to the program to actually make it really successful. Um, we definitely couldn't do it without them, um, and I think. Having heard some of the discussions, you know, by speaking to some agencies in Manchester, speaking to people in London, they see this framework and they're, you know, they're, is inspired the right word? I don't know. But, you know, they want to kind of incorporate this into their city. They see that it's a framework that would work. Yeah. Um, so again, as an organisation, that makes us really excited because it's just like, this isn't just a Liverpool thing. This is has the potential to be a national thing. And I think, um, yeah, we're really excited by it. I know it is really easy for me to sit and say because you're right here in front of me oh how brilliant it is but it is so good because I think any job to get any job nowadays is competitive and I think to give people especially young people that little stepping stone um, to learn new skills and meet people from the industry of the, that they want to get into is so so important um, when is the deadline for your applications for the Catalyst programme? I think um, 100%, I think you're right. I think providing people with more opportunity, um, you, you, we've seen it. We've seen the fact that we don't need to do anything. Um, essentially, we facilitate all these programs. We facilitate um, you know, workshops and all this type of stuff. Like, we don't sit back. We're very much involved during the sessions, but we, we don't have to do an awful lot to actually inspire people. Um, there have been days during the program where people come up to us and say, because of last week, I went home and did this. Um, because of last week I applied for that um, you know we just sit there and we're like wow that's amazing keep going um, you know and we just found that all you need to do is inspire and encourage and actually and help people believe that they can do things you know people have been brought up for so many years to believe that they can't do certain jobs to believe that they're not good enough mm -hmm. and we find ourselves throughout the course of 10 weeks to actually undo all of that and help them recognize the fact that they're amazing people um, they just need a little bit of a spark yeah. um, and essentially cast is kind of designed for that and I think that's when real opportunities come about because as soon as you know that you can do anything and the world is literally your oyster um, then that's when the really good stuff happens. So we're excited to see some um, or hear some of the stories that students come back with. You know, I could give you a whole tank of them, but <laughs> I won't. Um, so the deadline for the application is 16th of August, um, 5 p.m. Obviously, I'm not going to sit there by 5 p.m. and say this is turned off. <laughs> um, so if you, you're like one minute over, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so 16th of August, and then the program actually begins 17th, not 17th, 12th of September. Um, and it's one day a week up until November 14th um, and it's every Tuesday it runs from half nine till five um, and again the program itself involves open studios so you get to see inside of a big studio of a small studio um, you get to be taken around the Baltic you get to um, listen to inspiring talks and seminars from leading people in the industry um, and these sessions are called insights and um, insights and inspiration sessions um, while they could just be talks around you know business and stuff which is all very you know that's good and um, we pick topics so the topics for these sessions will be around ethics will be around change will be around resilience um, so we're getting people to start being a lot more kind of open and helping students to learn from people's experience of whether it be starting a business or working in the industry um, and we also do a lot of interactive workshops um, and yeah 
I'm excited to hear some of the success stories from it. Um, now, Robin, I do need, I can't ignore this next question. You are an alumni of Launch 22 here in Liverpool. So could you tell me what it was that you were doing here at Launch? Um, so I joined Launch 22. Let me think of the date. I don't know the date, um, but it would have been 2015. Okay. Um, so this was actually at the very beginning of Starting Up Innovators Hub. And um, again, because the first year of Starting Up Innovators Hub, I was just researching. Um, so, you know, I was doing anything to kind of like find out more about the city, um, build my expertise and whatever. I don't necessarily have expertise, but there you go. Um, you know, and just really get under the skin of what Liverpool has to offer. And I think kind of finding out the fact that Launch 22 was going to be kind of coming to live in Liverpool. I was really excited by that um, because as a freelancer essentially at the very beginning um, it was very hard for me to kind of plank myself in a cafe um, because then I had waiters kind of approach me and say you know do you want to buy another drink and I'm like I can't afford another drink (laughs) Um, you know so so then you have to kind of move yourself out and you have to sit somewhere else or you know and the last thing sometimes you want to do is work from home because that means you just feel like you know you've got cabin fever Um, so you just want to kind of move around a lot or you want to be in networking events or you want to be amongst a group of really inspiring people or you want to find out you know what are the kind of the hardships of being a freelancer or starting your own business because sometimes when you start up it's so so lonely you know you can feel like you're literally the only person on the planet who's going through a really hard time and who feels like no one gets you Um, you can feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall sometimes because you've got this massive vision and you know you're kind of beaming with passion but when someone turns around and says I don't get what you're trying to do um, that can be really disheartening Um, So when I kind of uh, found out the fact that Launch 22 was going to be launching... Lol. (laughs) Good good pun. (laughs) Thank you, I thought so. Um, When I found that that was going to be launching, um, I wanted to be involved in it in whatever capacity. And then I found out that there was opportunities kind of going. So um, I was the marketing manager for Launch 22 at the very beginning. Um, Before all the furniture was in place... um, no, the paint was already on the walls, but um, before anything was kind of in place, um, I kind of joined the team and we built from scratch. You know, they, was, they obviously existed already in um, Old Street London um, to then bring it into Liverpool as their second venture is actually a really interesting concept because some people, you know, usually go down to Manchester, um, but they recognised that Liverpool was a place of really incredible entrepreneurial creative people and they wanted to embrace that and they wanted to provide them more opportunity to actually you know collaborate and you know sit amongst each other in a really nice environment um so when they launched in uh in the tempest building who run by capital centric um you know we we tried our hardest to kind of show people this space because it's a phenomenal space i think the concept behind it is is great Um, And it also actually provides people a really nice place just to kind of, you know, meet, share, collaborate, inspire one another, um, and also just plug into events. So, of course, you've got, you know, that big event space. um, And we just had events going every single week. And we just wanted to kind of lift this startup community in, um, in Liverpool because there wasn't necessarily that much going on. I think you can look at other cities and compare, but I think that's unfair. Um, Because... Liverpool, what Liverpool is actually really good at is um, is the ideas, is the innovation, is just doing things and getting on with it. The thing that they're actually really bad at as a city um, is talking about it. Mm-hmm. Is no one's actually beating the drum or banging the drum about all the 
interesting things that's happening here which is why I'm really excited for your podcast actually you know because you are doing just this um we didn't do this <laughs> so you know you, you definitely you know you're onto something and I think just being able to share the stories of businesses within Liverpool that actually that's going to be a massive massive step forward for the city and for the sector and for startups in general I think um more and more you're getting cities outside kind of looking in saying you know what's happening here is really interesting um and the sector in general, especially the digital sector, it's evolving so, so quickly. Um, and that's a really exciting thing. So to kind of, you know, to be at the start of Launch 22 and to kind of see it being built up in the way it has and to see it attract so many different, you know, whether it be freelancers, startups, smaller agencies to kind of use the space and want to be a part of that type of community. I think that, again, reinforces what Liverpool wants yeah. um, and the needs. And um, it just kind of... puts a really good offer um, onto Liverpool as a city. I think, you know, when you kind of travel into a new city, especially if you're just starting up, you're always looking for, okay, where's the co-working space or, you know, what cafes are freelance friendly and all this type of stuff so um you know every time if anyone ever contacts me around liverpool and you know where can we base ourselves for a day or whatever i always direct them to a place like launch 22 um yeah i think it's kind of entrenched in my heart a bit yeah i i say this to everyone i am so biased because obviously i work at launch 22 and i can really come into the end of my time here and it's like oh gosh it's just the best place ever but I do agree with what you're saying about Liverpool. Like, I actually uh, live in Chester, so I wasn't really aware of all the stuff happening in Liverpool. And I've only been at launch three months now, and I just am blown away by all of the exciting stuff that is happening in it. It's really, really good to see. Um, so, Robin, if anybody wants to find out more about Innovators Hub, where can we find you? All of the links will, of course, be in the description. Great. Um, so you can find us on... I do have a confession. Um, so Innovators Hub's currently going through a rebrand. Okay. So either this could be really confusing or this could be a really nice little sneak peek into what we're going to be called. That's a sneak peek. <laughs> okay, a brilliant. Sneak peek. That's a more positive one. Um, so Innovators Hub, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be um, launching our new rebrand. Um, so to give you a bit of context around why this is happening. Um, so after two years of kind of existing, we kind of thought... Um, we wanted to create a brand that, at the minute, the brand is black, white, um, and a spot of a bit of yellow. And I think this is very Robin. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like black a lot, and I'm very, very minimal, and I'm not the most, like, woo, enthusiastic. <laughs> um, so we wanted to create a brand that actually represented the personality of, yeah. you know, of the people within the community, of um, myself, I guess, and, you know, of Andy, of the young people that we work with, of the universities that we're collaborating with, and all this. We wanted a brand that represented collaboration, playfulness. We wanted a brand that kind of brought the mavericks and misfits together, you know, that encouraged people to be, you know, a bit more daring in what it is that they do and, you know, to think a bit differently. So um, the new brand that we're going to be going over to will soon be called oh oh i like it yeah so it makes me go oh. Oh, exactly <laughs> yeah. and uh, everyone says oh like yeah. oh my goodness or oh i did not know that wait i didn't say then did i wait oh i did not know that <laughs> um so yeah so the links will obviously redirect to a new website and yeah. everything else so um the website is innovatorshop.co.uk you can also see all the information around um catalyst as a program we're on twitter at innovators hub 
which again will show all the rebrand stuff on that too um, and then we have a newsletter that's sent out every month so this is kind of filled with different events opportunities um, and also updates on our side so if you want to sign up to that go straight through um, the website and yeah that's pretty much where you can find us or you can see us walking the streets every now and then um, yeah Robin, thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with me today. I know you're very busy getting ready for the Catalyst uh, programme and I hope it all goes really well. But thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. The deadline for the Catalyst programme is the 16th of August at 5pm. So there's still time to submit your applications for this amazing opportunity. All the links to the application and more information of the Innovators Hub are in the description. If you want to find out more about becoming a launch team member like Robin, or if you want to find out about working in the space, all the info is also in the description. We'll see you next week where we'll be chatting to our members Rise Up, who are here at Launch 22. Thanks for listening.